online, on Radio Player and on 106.6 FM. This is Wickham Sound. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. On tonight's show, we take a look at a group of men in Aaron sweaters singing sea shanties as we review Fisherman's Friends. Also on the menu, Taraji P. Henson can hear men's thoughts in the role reversal comedy What Men Want. And also, I haven't got my thing up. This has ruined my whole introduction now because I'm not ready. I have now seen Captain Marvel. Hallelujah! I'll just do it for you. It's fine. Oh, see what I wanted to do. Should, should we go back? Because we do, can edit. We'll start it out, again. It's we? fine. We can yeah. edit it out for the podcast, yeah. can't we? <laughs> exactly. Okay. No one will notice. Uh, we finished at what, what men want. Yeah. And oh, I nearly pressed go. And <laughs> here we go. This is great. <sighs> oh, dear, I have now seen Captain Marvel, so we can get the definitive and let's face it, the correct opinion on the latest Marvel instalment. If you want to get in touch, go on. Do it. That would uh, be marvellous. That would be marvellous. We are at Wickham Sound on Twitter and Instagram, Wixo Monday Movies on Facebook, or you can call or WhatsApp us on 01494 Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Good evening, I'm Duncan Strip, and joined this week just by Luke Davis and Mason Cunningham. Good evening. Good evening. Hello, how are we all? I'm all right, thank you. Very that went good. well. Uh, that was really smooth, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, really That's what good. happens when you have a script. Yeah. Can't stick to it. Uh, interesting in the news, MySpace, lo- losing everybody's details. Who oh. knew they still existed? Yeah, MySpace came out. I MySpace. Think, think Justin Timberlake reopened that. Did he? Yeah. Oh, good Lord. I didn't know anybody still used I don't think MySpace. anyone does, but I think they, not, I think they not, reopened it. Not anymore. No. <laughs> uh, so lots to get through. We've got lots of film news to come up in the uh, last part of the show as well, and we'll start off by counting down the top ten films at the UK box office. Starting at number ten, Cold Pursuit. Um... Liam Neeson, action thriller, remake of a Scandinavian film that was very good. Uh, this could have been better if they cast somebody other than Liam Neeson because everybody else seems to realise they're in a black comedy. He just thinks he's in Taken 4. I will find you. That wouldn't have scared anybody. No, it wouldn't have, really. Uh, this week's number nine, Alita, Battle Angel. She's hanging on in there. It and is. we may get a sequel because it's done very well in uh, Asia. That's very true, very, yes. Very, well in China, so we might get a sequel, even though um, we weren't expecting one. Um, we might not. What do you mean? We might. It might just... Asia might just get a remake. Ours might go straight to Netflix. Or other streaming sites yeah, like that. But we, we will still get it. Yes, I see what you mean, yes. you see what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's just not brilliant, considering it's Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron. I think... And James Cameron has been working on this for, like, ten years. Yeah, he's been working on Avatar 3, 4, 5 and 6 for about ten years as well. Oh, no. He's got lots of projects. He's filming them now. He they is. have actually started. Um, I think it's a... It's not a... It's a, I feel like the, the film is a, in a small genre that only certain people would like, because it is... Manga. An, manga. That's right. You could say anger. I was going to say anime, but manga. Is I it? don't know what the difference between anime and manga is. <coughs> Neither do I. Nor do I. But it's that, it's that kind of genre, and I think it's only like a, a small... I think a youngster will now <laughs> school us in the ways on, of manga Mason. and Amy. A- Amy? Amy? Anime. I don't know a lot about this myself, oh, but um, okay. anime is <laughs> the uh, moving cartoon and like manga is just basically the oh, manga is a book manga but is draw manga is backwards so you'll have to read it backwards that's right yes i don't know why you start the book at the back well that's because it's asian that's how they, oh that is yeah. also true yeah, but yeah. so anime you, anime is is the, moving yes, so like pokemon yes. and things a- like that anime is the film version and, and manga, manga is, the book. is the paper version as it were thank yeah, you we, we just sorted that out <laughs> that was good 
Um, <coughs> this week's number eight, the kid who would be king, also still holding in there. I as well. know because there's been a few. There's been some school holidays, so it hung in oh, there, and okay. it's still there. And I'm really. I mean, it's not done brilliantly. It's taken three million, and it's completely tanked in America. Unfortunately, well, it's a very British film. It, now, is, isn't no, it? it is a very British film, but it's it's such good fun, and it's a kids' film for kids, and it's aimed squarely at kids. It makes no concessions to adults. There's no you know sexual innuendo that's going to no. go over the kid's head. It's if if you're of a certain age, which neither of you are, it's like a children's film foundation film that's been given a shed load of money yeah how much what was the how much did they make the film what was their budget <laughs> is the word i'm looking for what was the budget um, of this film? Like, i don't know it's probably about five or six million okay so they've not i see what, yeah mm. okay yeah. uh this week's number seven the aftermath uh, it's like watching paint dry i mean <laughs> the, the, the costumes are very nice uh, the locations are very nice the houses are lovely the story is just very dull oh, okay it's a shame because uh, the acting's very good this week's number six, Green Book. Which is doing really well, hanging on in there again, but that's because of the uh, Oscar Oscars, wins. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's like the review in the paper said, this time the racist is in the front. Yes. So it's like, a, it's like a, a switch on Driving Miss Daisy, where the racist was in the back, this time the racist is in the front. It's two very good performances and a very mediocre film. There you go. There we go. Um, this week's number five... How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. The only one of the top ten I haven't seen. No, because you're not a child. Uh, and I hadn't seen the other two. Ah. So there was no point going no. really. The other two are really good. I have to say, I really yeah. like the other two. Um, but yeah, I'm sure this one's very good as well. Uh, this week's number four, uh, Instant Family. Which, as Toby said uh, last week, I believe he would have said... Go and see it. He would have. Because he thought it was... Fantastic. I mean, yeah, I can't find fantastic. Oh. This is fantastic, he, God. He did say it was fantastic. Ah, though. he said it was... Fantastic. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. He did. It is. And it is. It, you go in thinking it's going to be a Marky Mark Wahlberg comedy like Daddy's Home, Daddy's Home 2, which are usually just saccharine and... A bit rubbish. A bit rubbish. Yeah. Uh, and it's not. It's, it takes the idea of fostering and adoption very seriously. There's some very sad bits in it. There's very good acting. Uh, the two women who play the grandmothers are really good as well, but we needed more of them. Uh, and it doesn't go where you think it's going to go. It's, it's, a, it's a delight. A delightful and film. And you can gloat because you said it looked delightful. I did. Didn't I did you? say it looked good. Yeah. Uh, this week's number three, The Lego Movie 2, the second part, which still is a terrible name. Well, give us the, give us the wrong opinion first. Um, now, <laughs> every week you've changed my words. I like this film. I think this film is a good film. I just don't like the fact that they've got the real world in it, the Lego world, and then a mixture of the two. I think it should have just all been in the Lego world and just stayed there and none of this... Well, actually, the film's actually just a kid's playing, which I know is the point of Lego, <laughs> but it, I don't need it. I actually agree with that. Thank you, I Mason. have seen the first Lego movie, and I it, do agree that with ruins, you. The whole film is ruined by the last scene in the Lego movie. No! Yes! No, 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 no. The whole film is made more personal by that. <sighs> it is then, then you've got something to, to latch onto, emotionally to latch onto, and it's not just a cartoon. So whereas the first one was about kids enjoying themselves, this is about the... Because in this one, the boy's too, getting older and leaving his little sister behind yeah. and they don't want to play together. And that's what it's about. And I found that emotional. And if they hadn't had that bit, I don't think I'd have felt the emotion. Yeah. 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 I don't think so. Yeah. I, do, I disagree with you. Uh, this week's number two, Fighting With My Family. Oh, I disagree with you, so we're moving on. <laughs> yes. Uh, fighting With My Family knocked off the top spot, obviously, because Captain Marvel was coming oh. up. 
So I don't think Stephen Merchant's going to be too disappointed no. that he's gone down to number two. But this is really good. This is the film about the family of Norfolk wrestlers. Mm-hmm. And the, the son and the daughter want to be in WWE. They go for um, tryouts in London and only the girl gets picked. <clears throat> so if it had been an American film... Cause, so The Rock, God bless him, because he's such a, a marvellous, marvellous human being. He saw the documentary on Channel 4 yeah. and he got Stephen Merchant to write it. He could very easily have got an American screenwriter to write it and it would the bit in Norfolk would have taken the first five minutes of the film and the rest of it would have been a glossy Hollywood showbiz story and it's not half of it does stay in Norfolk and you follow the son and uh, how he's trying to deal with the fact that he's not going to be able to do what he thought was his one the one thing in life that he could do which was be a wrestler and he can't do that anymore and he's told in no uncertain terms just give up on your dream and so as much as it's about uh, following a girl who um, gets everything she wants and becomes very famous and follows her dream it's about what happens to people who get left behind and how they deal with it. And and it's really good. It's very, very funny. Vince Vaughan is very good, which is... You, these days, you don't say that very often. No. <laughs> uh, the Rock's in it playing himself, and oh. he's... I mean, obviously, he's fantastic, uh, but you wouldn't expect anything else, really, would you? Um, would you say that Mr Merchant will get... Because this is his first directorial... Well, he co-directed uh, very... Cemetery Junction oh, yeah, that's right. with Ricky Gervais. Do you think he'll have other now? Now this has done well, has it done well in will America? Will he have other now? Will he have Will he have other directing roles? Oh uh, yes, of course. Has yes, it done as well in America? Uh, because again, I'm, it's a very British film. It is. I'm not sure if it's out in America yet. Uh, okay. But no, it's a very yeah. And that's the thing. It didn't have to. It's a very British story. And yeah. you, knowing that The Rock was involved, you had every right to believe it wouldn't be a very British film. But it is a very very British film. But then saying WWE is massive in America. Yes. And I would imagine that family is well known in she's America. She's certainly well known yeah. because she's she's a champion. She's a WWE champion. champion, you know. She changed her name to I can't remember what she Page. changed her page, that's Page. right. And yeah, she she's a she's a huge star. And it is out in America, 14th of February here. Oh, there you go. Okay. So maybe we can maybe I'll in have the a break, look in the break. You can have yeah. a look. But um I was just about to say something else and I can't remember what it was now. Oh, and if you're thinking, I don't like wrestling, I've got no interest in wrestling, you don't need... I mean, I've never watched wrestling. Well, not since Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks. Um, But if you don't like WWE or you've got no interest in WWE... Dead Inside. What's that? (laughs) Oh, he's flipped that on you. Because normally you say it's Dead Inside (laughs) if you don't like Mamma Mia or... Yeah, because they're heartwarming things. This is is grown men play-acting in leotards. I mean, come on, it's hardly the same thing, is it? Let's be Uh, honest. Fighting with my family, number eight in the weekly box office for March. So it's not bad. It's gone down from six. So Mm. it's, you know, it's obviously... I will work out where the highest point it was. But now, in breaking, shocking news, this week's number one... Captain Marvel. Yes, Captain Shock. Marvel. Uh, so you've seen it? I have. I've seen it now. Finally. Toby liked it. Ooh. Did he like it? He had some problems with it. You, Yes, you loved it. Yeah, Toby had some... I think Toby, though, said he wanted to watch it again. Because, again, yes. he probably watched it at, like, midnight. In a special screening. <laughs> uh, I don't think he does those anymore. Oh, no, that's true. No. No, 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 no. Right, OK, so I've seen it now. So this is the story of Captain Marvel, apparently the the most powerful person well, in the MCU. In the comics, yes, but they've not, she's not all, we've not seen all her powers. So she's about level of the Hulk slash Thor-ish. Oh, good, because I was going bring, to bring that up. Okay. That's one of my little niggles about the film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is about the uh, how uh, Captain Marvel comes to be. Uh, it's an Inception, uh, not an Inception, what's Inception? the word? It's a origin story. Origin, yeah. Um, 
Someone's just it's dropped something. What's that? Is that your phone? Yeah. Got on the phone. Got on the floor. Uh, stars Brie Larson as um, Carol Danvers, um, Jude Law, Samuel L. Jackson, um, Carlson, Agent Carlson. No, oh, I can't. Clark Gregg. Thank you. Yes, Clark, Clark Gregg. Uh, so you liked, you loved it. Mm. Uh, I had issues with it. So first, okay, uh, go on. Then. Don't sign. It's fine. Issues. You're allowed issues. Maybe it's fine. you can convince me that I'm I wrong. I will do. Okay, so it's it's unusual in uh, for an MCU film in that it opens in a foreign on a on a on a definitely another planet foreign What's an, the word? another world an, Ali- else, an alien world it opens on an alien world and none of the MCU or DC films open on alien worlds even the one that oh. I thought did was Guardians of the Galaxy but it doesn't because it opens with his mother dying he and him does. getting what taken about up. Thor Ragnarok? No, I think that opens uh, on Earth as well. I'm not sure. I Carry think on. yes, Mason. Didn't Man of Steel start on the well, Alien World or... DC. <laughs> you did just say Marvel or DC. Yeah, well, let's say it's DC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So that's quite a brave decision, um, I think. Is Be- why? Because you... OK, once again, you're forgetting that not everybody who goes to watch these films okay, has necessarily enough. watched 22 yeah. other Marvel films. No, OK. Some people are just going to watch this film because, oh, you know, I'm going to take my daughter to see a female superhero film. So, for example, Wonder Woman, to be honest, you didn't need to have seen any no. of the DC universe to have enjoyed Wonder Woman and, and you could take it on his own. This kind of throws you in at the deep end and even I was sitting there thinking, what, where, wh- who, what, what's going on? Scree, <laughs> scrolls, scrolls? I don't... I, and but then they've never been... If you've only just seen the films, like I have, and don't really know anything about the comics, then, I, again, I didn't really know no, but much that, about them. No, and that's the point. I've okay. seen all the films, and I was confused as to okay. what's going on, and I found that a little bit off-putting. Okay. I, I want to go and see it again, and I'll probably enjoy it more because I'll understand what's going on, but that's a bit off-putting for people who've never seen right, okay. or haven't, aren't au fait with au fait, the, um, yes. the whole MCU. Also, the opening scene and the closing scene, I think, was a little bit Star Trek-y. <sighs> But only if you've seen the new one on Netflix. I can't. No, what was the I opening? F- I, I can't even remember it, what the opening scene I've, was now. Every, every, most of the stuff in space I found a little bit Star Trekky, which I didn't with Guardians of the Galaxy. I tell you, there was one bit, and I think it's when she—they're fighting in the canyon, mm. and I—it was very Star Warsy. And mm. I even thought the soundtrack was very Star Warsy, and the soundtrack and like the special effects music was done on Skywalk. Skywalker Ranch. Skywalker. Skywalker Ranch, where they do all the sound effects for Star Wars. So that's probably why it sounded a bit Star Warsy. I'll give you that. I didn't think it looked Star Warsy. I thought it looked Star Trekky. Okay. Which is something completely different. I know. And I had a problem with that because I th- I just think it looked a little bit cheap. Really? The the scenes in space I thought just looked a tad cheap. The shiny floors, which Are is. Are you watching it in three D again? No. No. Not a fool. Uh, so there was that. Okay. Uh, getting onto Earth, I I really liked it because then it kind of turns into a nineties buddy cop. Yeah. Film, doesn't it? It's like Lethal Weapon or I like th- I like Beverly it Hills when cop. Marvel do like sort of nineties eight. Well, they, they do it marvelously with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy yes. with all the eighties stuff, and they do mm. it again brilliantly with the nineties stuff. Yes, they do it very well because it opens the first scene on Earth is her crashing into a blockbuster store, which is you know. Did that upset you? Because you used to work at Blockbusters. No, I was just I was just looking really <laughs> carefully at the shelf to see if the films were in alphabetical order or whether they just thought no one's going to know. Just put some boxes. Yeah. But no, all the films on the shelf yeah. were, were is, of the right era and they were in alphabetical order. It is Marvel. They know yeah. what they're doing. They did know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the de aging of uh, Coulson oh. and um, Samuel L. Jackson's um, Nick Fury was very good. You'd very, hardly, very good. You, I mean, you wouldn't notice, would you? Not really. No. No, you wouldn't I th- at all. I think Coulson's was slightly worse. 
they'd made his face look very slightly pointy for some reason. It looked a little bit odd, whereas Samuel L. Jackson looked just like a 40-year-old Samuel L. Jackson, so I, did, li- yeah. I liked that. The cat, I see what you mean, very funny. Hilarious. Yes, I love Goose. Very... The problem is Well, now... the first two times the cat appears, because yeah. you told me the cat is hilarious, the cat is hilarious. So the first two scenes the cat's there, I was sitting there thinking... Cat's not doing anything. What's he talking about? It's just a cat. <laughs> yeah. I thought, oh, God, he's a cat person. And then the third scene where the cat appears and it does what the cat does, yeah. uh, and I, I belly laughed out loud. I thought, oh, yes, the cat's hilarious. The problem is now that every time, I don't want to spoil anything, but every time I see a cat like Goose, which is the name of the cat, yes. I just laugh. Yes. Oh, I see. And that's okay. it, the okay. end of it. I, I think they do animals so well. Obviously, um, uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy... Raccoon, raccoon, squirrel, whatever you want to call him. Raccoon. Raccoon. Uh, very, very good. Rocket, the Rocket raccoon. raccoon. Yeah. yeah. But they always Rocket give him a. The squirrel. They, but they all give him different names. They all say he's different animals. Okay. Um, and obviously the, the cat as well. Very, very funny. Yes. Uh, and the cat being responsible for Nick Fury's eye patch. Spoiler. It's hardly a spoiler. Well, it, it is. It's hardly a plot point. Well, Come on. There will be spoilers. Yes. Okay, spoilers for Captain Marvel. Where's Jonathan? But then I thought that was very slightly laboured because things kept happening to Nick Fury in the first hour of the film. Um, so he's in a car crash and Colson says, are you right? Is your eye all right? Yeah. Like, oh, is that how he got it? Yeah. Then something else happens to him later and they say, are you, is your eye all right? right? Oh, yeah. is that how he got oh, No. And then you find out at the end. No, obviously we don't want to mention, because this is the big spoiler, the twist. Did you like the twist? Uh, I did like the twist, but I kind of got it. So okay. there is a bit... Yeah. Let's, let's not spoil it, but no, a char- no. a char- two characters aren't who they appear to be, no. and they kind of switch places halfway through. Yeah. But because of who one of the characters is, yeah. played by, and he was basically, after the first 15 minutes, given nothing to do apart from sit in a spaceship giving instructions, yes. I thought, well, there's got to be more to him than meets the eye. So I kind of guessed that. I really like Ben... Mendelssohn. Yes, I thought he was very, very good. Because and I quite like the twist there because for the first half of the film mm. I was sitting there thinking I'm sick of seeing Ben Mendelsohn as the generic baddie and I because I was like oh he's just playing he's thingy just, from Star Wars yes. and I thought oh and he's the generic baddie in so many yeah, yeah. things so what they did with his character I really like that we giving it away no no okay good I said spoilers if you Spoil- don't like it yeah. turn off or yeah, if you're on exactly. a podcast fast forward five fast minutes. forward a bit yeah it's fine but so overall overall I thought it was mid tier Marvel okay. Um, as far as origin stories go, I have to be honest, I preferred Doctor Strange. Doctor, yeah, but that's an amazing, that's a brilliant film. I preferred Ant-Man. Yes. As an origin yeah, story. Yeah. And obviously I preferred Iron Man. Yeah. So to be honest, it's quite low down it's on the origin story list. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, the Marvel scale of good to bad, yeah. even the bad, oh, apart but- from Iron Man 2... Which I think we have to agree yes. is pretty, which one? That's the one with Mickey Rourke. Is that the racing one? Yes. Yeah. That's pr- yeah. That's if we say that's pretty, the that's the if bottom. If we say that's at the bottom, yeah. Then I think Captain Marvel is at least halfway. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's better than Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yes. Not as good as Guardians of the Galaxy one. No. I need to watch it again because at the moment I think I prefer Wonder Woman, and that's annoying me slightly. Oh, okay. I think you need to watch it again. Yes, I do. Um, you had questions about Captain Marvel. Did I? You said yes. yes. Okay. okay, so firstly, she's she. Yes. Strangely, never called Captain Marvel in the actual film. No, but. No. 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 Never. But then when is Iron Man ever called Iron Man? He's always called Tony Stark. But he calls himself Iron Man. That is true, yes. But Captain Marvel, the title of the film is Captain Marvel. Yeah. She is supposed to be Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yeah. No one refers to her and she doesn't refer to herself as no. Captain Marvel. But maybe they will get that in Endgame. Possibly. But again, setting things up with, which okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. slightly annoyed me. Uh, <laughs> the other thing was, so she is supposed to be the most powerful... Well, she is. In the comics, 
She is the most powerful. But then in the comics, they have about a thousand characters they can play with. So, you know, yes. Thanos isn't by himself. <laughs> he, has, he has friends like Death. Yes. But they've already kind of used Death, and obviously Fox owns... 60 characters, so they can't use all of them. Right. But So in the films, they've sort of limited her powers. Okay. So she doesn't just go and flick Thanos and he dies. Well, that, and that's the point. Yeah. That, that's pro- assume, presumably what she's supposed to be like. So they've kind of entered the, a problem, a Superman problem. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Superman's problem was anything that bad that happens, why doesn't he just, just fly around the, the earth and turn back time yeah. like he did in the first film? Once you know he can do that... It's like, well... But they haven't done that, though. All they've done is they show that she can fly and she can shoot lasers yeah, out of her hands. but they have said that she's the most powerful. I think in something else they've mentioned that uh, she's the most powerful. I think they have, yeah. So, it, it, uh, firstly, that makes it a problem. If she's the most powerful, you know, what's Endgame going to be? She's going to say, just give me five minutes. Hi, <laughs> <I> Thanos. <laughs> Bing! <laughs> I'm back. What are we doing for the next two and a half hours? Yeah, possibly. That's a problem. Yeah. So they've got to find an interesting way to keep her out of so action. I think what they've done is, because they've sort of limited her powers, she's basically... what I've, I've done some research. Well, good for you. Um, what She is basically level-pegging with uh, th- uh, Thor, mm. because obviously he can kind of fly, basically, Yes. Um, and shoots lightning. She obviously mm. has fists of energy and hulk because he's quite strong she's quite strong she can she did a lot of heavy lifting forgot my other point now keep talking what are you, what are you saying that yes, was so the end of my oh, point. that was the end of the point yeah so my worry is that she's too strong mm. and what's gonna happen but i think she's they've limited her she's not she's like all singing and dancing powerful i remember my other well point. Done. so at the end of the film not to give any spoilers away but then if you've seen um infinity award this isn't a spoiler uh captain marvel gives nick fury a pager yes which, which she well it's his pages that she's it's his changed. pager she's manipulated it yeah. so that he can get in contact with her anytime but she says only use it in an emergency. Yeah. So are we supposed to think that aliens attacking New York, <laughs> he, he looks at it and thought, mm. no, do you know what? No, I, I, I won't bother her. I think what they should... Because, to be honest, all she's doing is finding somebody at home. Yeah. She's not uh, off fighting a war. No, that's true. But That's the other thing I liked, actually, by the way, the fact that the film mirrored uh, what's going on in the news, because it's basically a film about refugees. It is. Yes, it is. That's very true. Isn't it? It's yeah. about people not being allowed to live where they want to live. And I so didn't think of that, so yes, that's very, very good. It's very prescient. But, I think yeah, they should have changed that line to worst-case scenario. Yes, But then because, still, aliens attacking New York is probably worst-case scenario. Yeah. So you start to think, why has Nick Fury not no. paged her before now? Because uh, things have got pretty bad. But not as bad as half the population dying. No, but he didn't know that was coming. No, that's very I true. I mean, he didn't, he didn't look at the attack on New York City <laughs> and say, do you know what, one day someone might kill half of humanity. That I'll is, save Captain Marvel. That is very and true. And it's not like she's a, it's a one-off deal. No, you no, know, that's very true It's as not well. like she's like the genie, you only get three wishes. No. He can call her for one thing, she can go away, and then he can call her again. But maybe he did, and she didn't, because she does say it will only reach... I think three galaxies or whatever she says in it. So maybe he did, and it didn't, you know, pick up. Possibly because in the trailer, this segues nicely into the new Endgame mm. trailer, uh, which is out now. Mm. They, I think, there's going to be a time gap between the end of Infinity War to Endgame. It looks like they've been sort of trying to get hold of her for a little while, even a possibly a year. Oh, okay, all right. And um, my other problem was that's gone again. Now you see, oh. gone again. It's what fine. We're talking about we were talking about her pager. Yes, and her. 
That's right. And why hadn't you called her before now? Yeah, I can't remember. remember what the other thing was. We've got half an hour left of the show. It's That's fine. That's true. We will yes. talk about Marvel later, so it's We fine. probably will. Yeah. But, I mean, overall, I enjoyed it. And uh, there was a family of four or five in front of me with two little girls, and they absolutely loved it. Loved yeah. it, you could tell. So, it isn't, yeah, it's nice. It's a Marvel film with... Uh, although people keep saying, and they said this with uh, Wonder Woman, it's the first... Uh, female-led Les, superhero yeah. suit. Well, you know, Jennifer Garner was Electra. Let's not forget. You make a good point, yes. And she says something very funny. She's, she's on a podcast uh, this week... Who with, isn't? ...with David Tennant. Hey! Uh, and he brings... He's great, isn't he, David he Tennant? Is, and he brings that up, and Jennifer Garner says... She says, oh, yes, yeah, she goes, I did a Marvel film before they started doing them well. <laughs> <laughs> so she admits yeah. that... But, you know, she was the first... She was, yeah. Yeah. So... Kudos to her. Well done. But no, I loved it. I thought it was good fun and I want to see it again. So I definitely want to see it again. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's go. It's a date. Right now. Toby, what did you think? Really? That's very good. Did he oh, think... Do you know what? That's that. Should we try again? Ask Toby, us. what did you think of the film? It's fantastic. Well, I there thought we so, he yeah. Did think it... Well, he didn't actually think it's fantastic. He had, he had similar reservations to me. I can't remember what his reservations were. Similar to me. Were they? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but overall, I think it's well worth seeing. Oh, highly recommend it. Highly because recommend Because, as we... Yes. I think we mentioned it last week. You know, you keep saying, you know, this is the 22nd film in a... 23rd? 20, no, Endgame end is 23, I think. Or is this the 21st? Whatever it is, we keep saying, you know, it's the 21st piece of a 22-piece puzzle. Yes. So, you know, we're close to the end of the puzzle. Before... Well, do you know what? Let's carry on with Marvel up to the end okay. because... We... Endgame trailer. The Endgame trailer came out. Now... Yes, you love it. Hang obviously. on, yes. I think I predicted this last week. What I said oh, the trailer, yes. there will be a trailer now that Miss Marvel's out. Miss Marvel. I always think <laughs> Miss Marvel. No, Miss Marvel. She's flying around solving crimes <laughs> in little intergalactic <laughs> villages. Yes. Um, that was the other thing I remember. I didn't understand why she left at the end because she's from Earth. So I didn't understand why it seemed obvious that she was going to go. I think she just wanted to help them. Uh, she just just feeling good about herself. Oh, typical woman. <laughs> Uh, right, so Endgame trailer was released this week. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thoughts? I liked it. Okay. I thought it was good. Mm -hmm. I thought... Um, I thought it was nice that they had some sort of the flashback stuff, because... Now, you didn't know this before seeing the film, uh, the trailer, but the Russo brothers have only released eight minutes of the film that they can use for trailer. Right. Right, sorry, right. There's a microphone here. Right, right okay. <laughs> so they've only they've only used they've only got eight minutes to use in I would I would imagine there'll be one more trailer. Right. I think we'll get one more trailer. My problem with the trailer. Is it some black and white and red? Uh, I think the trailer's really good. Yeah. For people who have watched twenty one other films. Films, yes. If you're a casual film goer mm. and you watch that trailer, you're gonna think that looks dull, that looks quite boring. Yeah. Blimey, it's mostly in black and white. It's supposed to be a superhero film. There's no action. No. So it's pandering a little yeah. bit too much to the fan base. And I think that's a problem. But then they've got two to choose from. They might not put that one into the cinema. We will see. They they I had a terrible one for it in, uh, in front of Captain Marvel. A really short one. Oh, really? Again, but they've, not, they've only been given eight minutes. I know, but so it's... So if eight minutes of just, you know, Captain Marvel and... Yeah, uh, not Captain Marvel. But uh, they're running out of time. They are. This is true. It's out in April. Oh. Oh, it is. It's out. It's out next month. When is it out? Is it the about the fifteenth of April? I was going to say we've got like we have a, like three weeks, month. So, no full trailer yet. No, that's a but, worry. I see, I know you you don't think it's going to do as well as Infinity War, but I really don't think they have to do a lot. I really don't think they're going to have to do a lot because they know that. I I just can't see it not making the amount, same amount as Infinity War. 
I you, think no, 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 that's, that's not the bet. The bet is you think it's going to take a lot more. Yeah. Not the same no, as. No, no, exactly. Let's not change the but bet. I'm not changing the bet, but I'm just saying I can't see it getting to at least there. I can't so see you've, it. So you've already changed. No, no, no. No, no. Last week's was <laughs> it will take a lot more I than I think it will. Now you're saying I can't see it making... As less. the minimum. Yeah. I think it will do a lot more. I think it will be... Okay. Much more than... How much? Uh, £10? In the UK? Oh, I don't know. Don't you know? £10.50? No, how much do you think it's going to take? I don't know. How much did the last one take? I don't know. Bear in mind, Bohemian Rhapsody took £55 million. That is true. Did it make it... It made a billion, didn't it? Not in the UK. Not in the... Oh, no, it was worldwide, wasn't it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good grief, man. <laughs> I went and see it a lot of times. Uh, let's, should we see how much it Go took? On. What's it called? <laughs> Avengers. Infinity. Infinity War. Infinity. Infinity War. War. This is good this stuff, is good isn't it? Okay, isn't it? Avengers Infinity War in the UK. Yes. Took, I'm going to have to do this in dollars. Okay, it's fine. Mm, $96 million. A hundred million. What? I think that's how much you make. 96. You said 96 million. Yes. Yes, a hundred million. Uh, that's in dollars. Yes, so, okay. Yeah, so that's about six, sixty million pounds, yeah. something like that. So I think it yeah. will be the, one of the biggest films. What else big is there for this year? Like, really massive, because this is a massive film. Well, this is... John Wick 3. <laughs> Let's not forget. <laughs> that's true. I mean, come on. I, I apologise. Dumbo's out next week. Now, talking of Dumbo... I think you forget how well they do. Now, Dumbo, I, if you remember rightly, when the first trailer came out, I said, that looks terrible. Yep. I prefer it on TV screens. Why? I've seen it on the TV and I think it looks better. Why? I don't know why, but I just, I liked it more when I watched it on the TV. Okay. I don't know why it is. Right. I've just got a problem with the, the animation CGI of it. I'm not oh, sure why. dear, oh dear. Sorry. Uh, bearing in mind... Ooh. Beauty and the Beast... Yes. 90 million. Only 6 million less yeah, than Infinity War. Yeah. To, just to put, I'm just putting things into context no, for you. Just putting things but into again, context. But again, it is Disney. It is Disney. Yes, yeah, so they're getting the money. Whoever, whatever you go and see, Disney, Disney get the money. It's yeah. a bit like last year. Star Wars is out this year. Oh, I always forget ah, about Star Wars. See? Yes. And apparently, trailer next week. Uh, really? Yes. Yes, because is it Celebration or something? It's some big Don't Star know. Wars convention. But yes, trailer next week for Star Wars Episode 9. Which comes out... Christmas? Yes, yes, December time. Yeah. Um, again, it's a bit like last year. Disney just going to get all the money again this yeah. year. Yeah. Whatever you go and see, basically, yeah. you're lining Walt's pockets. Yeah. Yes. Monday Movies on Wickham Sound 106.6 FM. Two new releases were out last week, uh, tr vying for the top spot uh, with Captain Marvel. Failing, obviously. <laughs> I was going to say. But they mm. tried. God bless them. First one up is What Men Want. This is a role reversal version of uh, the old Mel Gibson film What Women Want. Uh, Taraji P. Henson, who plays Cookie in Empire, uh, plays a sports agent who thinks, she's de she thinks she deserves a promotion and to become uh, a partner in the company. Uh, she doesn't get it. It's given to a man instead. She goes on a, a hen night where she meets a psychic. She gives her some funny tea to drink. She goes out, bangs her head on a dance floor, wakes up in the morning, and she can hear men's inner thoughts. So she knows what, what men want and how to get the job that she wants and how to get the man that she wants. That thrilled you? Uh, not really. Do you know what? It's not as bad as it sounds. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Taraji P Henson is a fantastic presence. She was one of the three women in uh, leads in Hidden Figures, the film about the female um, 
uh, women working out. You, you saw Hidden Figures, yes. about the astronauts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's one of those three, uh, and she's very good. Um, she's she's horrible at the start, and she she learns how to you know be a nice person. The problem with the film is that what women want worked because it's universally acknowledged men do not know what women want. They don't know what's yes, going in a woman's yeah. minds. You know, you can't work out what a woman wants. Men. You kind of know what they yeah. want because, you know, their face gives it away for a start <laughs> and they're usually thinking exactly what you think they're thinking. Yeah. So Is that basically what the film is? Does it basically confirm that? Kind of, yeah. So there's lots of, you know, as she's walking past men, there's lots of sexual comments and, dis- you know, discussing the state of their underwear. And Is that very sort of, you know, if the whole theme, not the theme, but like, you know, all the... Um, I can't think of what I'm thinking of. It doesn't seem right for this sort of, you know, with all the movements that are happening, you know, for equal payment. and everything. It seems like it's sort of going... To it all, well, or does it not? Obviously, I've not seen the film. No, well, no, you couldn't make it the other way round anymore. No, exactly. That's what, but no. apparently, women are allowed to get their own back. Right, right. Okay. So that's fair enough. Fair like enough. Uh, it, it's not terrible. I laughed no. out loud four or five times, okay. and so that's not bad. And I was expecting it to be absolutely terrible. Uh, I wouldn't waste money go, paying to go to see it at the cinema. I'll wait till it comes on Sky or on on TV. But it's a perfectly nice time waster. Good. Uh, I don't think they would want that on the bus. No? Duncan Strip. Perfectly <laughs> wasting your time. Yeah. Uh, the other new release out that's out this week, uh, both in Empire and Sydney World, is Fisherman's Friends, the ah. true story of... Um, oh, sorry, I've lost the piece of paper. Bear with. Bear with. That's right. I can't Set in St Ives. Yeah, no. No? No, St Austell. In is, Cornwall. Is it? Yes. I'm pretty sure it's St Ives, but carry on. I'm pretty sure it's St Austell. Carry on, that's but, fine. Okay. Uh, it's about ten fishermen from Cornwall who are signed to Universal Records when a, um, a music executive goes down. Port Isaac. Port Sorry, Isaac. I'm a Muppet. Very very, have you ever been to Port Isaac? No, oh, you're not going to go on about Cornwall, are you? Lovely Port Isaac. Oh, very, very nice. Is it? Lovely. Yes. Do you want to talk about it anymore? Beautiful. It's where they also filmed Doc Martin as Lovely. well in Port Isaac. Excellent. Good. I'm done. Good, excellent. Uh, yeah, so this is this is about yes. So ten fishermen who also sing sea shanties by the seashore, as the old hey. tick tongue twister goes, um, and they got a record deal with Universal and became quite famous. They're still quite famous. They still release albums, but they still perform by the seashore for charity every week. Uh, this has got uh, a conceit that a group of record executives are on holiday. One of them, the boss, tells one of them he has to stay there until he signed them all. But it's a joke, and he doesn't really want them. But he signs them anyway. There's a subplot about the pub being sold and it shouldn't be sold because it's the heart of the city. So it's as, it's as though the um, the story, the actual story, wasn't enough. There wasn't enough drama in the actual story to fill out a film. So they've had to shoehorn in all this stuff. And it's basically an advert for Cornwall. And hey, and why not? And it's full of terrible stereotypes. Oh, Everyone okay. from London is a complete a-hole. <laughs> right, OK. They're just horrible, horrible, stuck-up yeah. people. And everyone from Cornwall is just delightful. And Port Isaac, is, it, it could be used as a 90-minute um, so, um, tourist information film for Port Isaac, because Port Isaac looks beautiful. To be fair, Port Isaac is lovely. I've been there many times. Well, people in Cornwall... Are very very nice as well. well. Oh well, they well maybe it's not stereotypes. No. maybe it's just true. But I mean, it. I mean, even the script is stereotype. I mean, within, all within the eat- within the first five minutes, pasty. Well, I don't know about pasty. If they all went around eating pasties, then that would be stereotypical. Within the first five minutes, someone's uh, said mentioned Davy Jones Locker, <laughs> and someone else had said something about sucking a fisherman's friend. Right. Okay. So it's okay, kind of we, let's get every single stereotype we can in. 
I didn't laugh once. Oh. I just thought it was quite, it was kind of BBC Two Sunday afternoon. I just say, where, I feel like this is more of a BBC sort of film yeah. than a was it a BBC film? New. Oh, okay. Uh, there was a group of older people, older than me, older. even sitting behind me. I think it was like two, three couples yeah. who must have been in their seventies. Laughed at every line, even the lines that even weren't supposed to be funny. Well, weren't supposed to be. Bad. They just laughed at every single line. Thought it was hilarious. You're not the target audience. I'm not, no. Because then would you buy their albums? Good God, no. no exactly, so... Oh, no, I can think of nothing worse <laughs> than listening to sea shanties. You're not the target audience. No. I bet it does amazingly in Cornwall. But that's the kind of thing, isn't it? If, if, if I was down in Port Augustus... Isaac. Uh, yeah, and they were singing by the seashore... Yeah. I would stand and listen and yeah. think, this is lovely, look at this lovely... I wouldn't take a CD home and listen to it in High Wycombe. I can't remember how... How, in the actual story... Yeah. ...does their r- rise to fame happen? Is it because some people were on holiday and they went, oh, they're good? Yeah. Oh, OK, fair enough. Yeah, so whether that's true, I do not know. OK. But I, I honestly think the true story didn't have enough drama, so they just tried to shoehorn in a load of stuff, so... Fair enough. But for a certain audience, uh, the people that were there when I saw it, uh, 70-odd-year-olds, uh, they loved it. I would highly recommend going, to, out of all of this, go to Cornwall. Oh, so you're not going to recommend... It's Monday Movies. We recommend you don't go and see a film. We recommend... <laughs> go to Cornwall. You go to Cornwall yes. instead. Yeah. OK, good. It's a lovely I'm place. I'm making a mockery of the whole show. But never mind. You didn't like the film, so you kind of put the dampers on that as well. That's very true. Yeah. 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 Oh, dear. So, anyway, talking of putting the dampers on things, guess who's here? Is it Colin? It's Colin Bezley. Colin, do you like Cornwall? Do I like Cornwall? Yes. Yeah. I do. It's a long way to go. There's not much there and you can't get a phone signal. But apart from that... A ringing endorsement there from Colin Bisley. <laughs> <laughs> the phone signal is Oh, yes. Too. No, they, yeah, that's in the first ten minutes as well. Can't, uh, get, a fo- can't, can't get, a get a phone signal. You do normally yeah. have to stand on the edge of a cliff trying to get... A- I've done that many times trying to get a phone signal. Obviously being safe. But it's very windy, isn't it? Not it windy. is, yes, yeah. Generally. OK. Good. Well, the tourist, uh, Cornish Tourist Information Centre have been on and they're happy with everything we've done. But really? They're, they're saying, can we move on now? OK, cool. Because we're trying to making it sound slightly as though we don't like it. I've, I've got the answer of how they rose to fame. Oh, go on. Gareth Malone. Was he in the film? No. Oh, because he appeared in... They did a, he did a documentary on them. Was that how they kept I think fame? so. I've sort of oh. looked at their Wikipedia and that's sort of the first sort of big thing. Oh. So, yeah. No. And then they're on the one show, obviously. And he doesn't like get that. a mention. Ah, oh, Paul Gareth. The only TV appearance they do is on This Morning, where they're supposed to sing the national anthem. Yeah. But they sing a Cornish song and it annoys everybody. But okay. whether that's true or not, I don't know. But good old Eamon Holmes and his wife get a look in. Well, good. Yeah. Sorry, Mason. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. They uh, did that in 2010, it says on... Yeah, so about the same time as the the documentary. So 2010 must have been the the crucial point for them. There we go. Anyway, if you're over 17 you like Aaron Sweaters, go and see it. Or Cornwall. Or Cornwall. If you love Port Isaac. Oh, just go to Port Isaac. <laughs> you <don't... laughs> it's very nice. They've got a lot of TV stuff there, because I said Doc yeah, Martin right, as well. OK, OK. No more? Uh, no, I'm going to turn yeah. your microphone off. OK. <laughs> uh, should we have a little bit of film news? Go on, Because there's some exciting stuff happening. Go on, then. Got ten minutes. James Gunn has been rehired to direct Guardians of the Galaxy Part Three. Apparently, according to news reports this week, no one else was ever considered for the job. Uh. So hang on. So, so they basically got, they basically told him off. Then they sent him to his room and said, "Now you can come out again." I personally, what Ooh. I think has happened yeah. is uh, somebody brought it up with the Disney bigwigs that he had made these racist or homophobic yeah. tweets. 
15 years ago or whatever it yeah. was. Uh, knee-jerk reaction, they sacked him. Yeah. And then somebody else sat down with the bosses at Disney and said, look, do you know what? Every single person who works for this company, if you trawl back through their Twitter account, Facebook, yeah. what, MySpace, WhatsApp, <laughs> you will find something that they've said... That, that will upset is, somebody. That will upset somebody. Yeah. And you've overreacted. Yeah. So they... I kind of think... Not they should have, you know, said, hop off. I think they, they, they had to do something. I don't know if that was the right decision, but I feel like they had to do something or they would have had a lot of criticism. No, I don't think they had to do anything. No, no oh, okay. they're pandering to internet trolls. Fair enough. That's all they're doing. Okay. So it's good news, uh, but not brilliant news, because he still is on to write and direct uh, Suicide Squad, which isn't going to be a sequel to the first Suicide Squad. It's going to be a reboot already. And that's going to happen before Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It's a question. Yes. Tell me what you think about me. They're not going to do the same story, are they? I don't know. Just that it's a reboot. So you've got quite a while to wait for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because Suicide Squad reboot will come first. Ah, uh, uh, you see? With the good, there's the bad. Bad, yes. But we kind of already... Well, I say we kind of already know. We have an inkling of what possibly could be the story for Guardians of the Galaxy volume. Do we? Yes. I don't. OK. Would you like to know? Not really. OK. Um, moving over to... Staying with DC, actually, as we were with Suicide Squad, Ezra Miller, who plays the Flash in Justice League, yep. is rewriting uh, the Flash movie... So that it's darker and so that he keeps the role. Uh, he's got the role until 2020. Uh, what insiders are now saying is if the studio don't like his dark version, and they possibly won't because one of the writers, I think it was of Daddy's Home, is one of mm. the original writers, if they stick with that, um, they may run out of time and they're going to lose Ezra Miller as a star of The Flash. Which, to be honest, from his point of view, I don't think is a bad thing because no-one's come out... Of, apart from Gal Gadot yeah. as Wonder Woman, I don't think anyone's come out of a DC movie no, particularly they, well. Haven't they lost Batman as well? Because Ben um, Affleck is him. no longer He's Batman, not, so, so they're going to reboot Batman again. So they should just, do you know what they should do? And I, I honestly mean this seriously. Mm. They should just stop. For just a, stop. For a couple of years, like, I don't know, for five years. Yes. And just stop. Let Marvel... Unfortunately, uh, someone's counting the money and they can't well, stop. But then... Oh, yes, never mind. I was going to say something very silly, but it's fine. Oh, please say it. No, I'm not going to say it. Please, no, 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 no. It's please. not happening. No. Okay. Uh, so there we go. Done. More DC, DC rubbish. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody 2. Now, it was reported... Do that again. Very good. Bohemian Rhapsody was reported earlier in the week that it was being heavily discussed. It says it looks like a sequel to Bohemian Rhapsody is closer to actually happening than originally thought. Brian May had previously talked about the idea of it happening after declaring that Live Aid was the perfect place to end the story. He never thought that. And he said, who knows, there might be a sequel. The interview with May was conducted well before the awards and the praise for Rami Malek. A lot has happened since then and one can easily see why a sequel is being seriously considered. Although later in the week it's been mooted that, no, it's not going to happen oh, okay. There isn't going to be a sequel. Mainly because they've basically taken it up to the end of Freddie Mercury. Well, hang on. When was Live Aid? 1985. So they've got six years, really. Yeah, in which Freddie Mercury... Gets very ill. Gets very ill yeah. and makes some quite sad songs. Yeah. I think the whole idea of the sequel is Brian May wanted it to carry on to be the story of Queen. Uh, OK. And let's face it, no-one's interested in Queen. Queen, no, People it's all about Freddie. People are interested in Freddie Mercury. Because, you know, they could have called the film Freddie Mercury. Yes. Really? Yes, because no-one, no-one, yeah, no-one wants to no. Queen. Unfortunately. Sorry, Brian. So but, you know... You, it is you, true, though. It's not, not too sad. He's got plenty of money. Exactly, you know? yeah. He's, He's still not... touring with Queen. Exactly, And yes. Thingy from Pop Idol? 
Um, American Good Idol. Idol. Yes. Close yes. And one more short piece of Marvel news. Oh, that's um, uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, who is the hey. director of Short Term 12, which ah. was a very well-respected indie film a few years ago, uh, 2013. He has um, been... Announced as the first Asian American f- director of a Marvel film, he will be directing Shang Chi. Good. Any ideas? Not, cl- not clue. No. Well, the fat character first arrived on the Marvel scene in '73 in the wake of Enter the Dragon's success. It was created by Steve Englehart and Jim Starlin. He is the son of Fu Manchu. Uh, okay. Who I didn't know Fu Manchu had anything to do with the Marvel world. Uh, do you know who Fu Manchu is? Uh, no. Oh, you should look, find some old Fu Manchu. Oh, okay. Christopher Lee used to play Fu Manchu. Oh, okay. Very good. Uh, slightly racist now that I'm thinking about it, because Christopher Lee's English and Fu Manchu is Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, you couldn't yeah, do that anymore. Slightly, yeah. uh, He's the son of Fu Manchu who raised and educated his son in his reclusive compound closed off to the outside world. Uh, he's trained in martial arts, developed unsurpassed skills, of course. <laughs> he's eventually introduced to the wider world to do his father's bidding. Hang on. And then has to come to grips with the fact that his revered father might not be the humanitarian he has claimed to be and is closer to what others call him the devil's doctor. Black Panther? <laughs> a bit of Black Panther. Similar kind of thing, yeah. Chinese-American yeah. writer and producer Dave uh, Callum has worked on the script and the emphasis will be on diverse talent both in front of and behind the camera while the film will update the setting and characterizations from the 70s. Well, Which kind of... Uh, why? Yeah. Because the whole point of it was around Enter the Dragon and Bruce Lee and martial arts. So keep it in the 70s. Yeah. Um, well, they've got to add more characters because, you know, we, um, Captain America could be dead by the end of April. They could all be dead. Uh, they could all be dead. They could all they could, be dead. They're also, while we're talking about Marvel, there is possibility, uh, because obviously DC had Teen Titans. Which, do you know, did very which was well. probably one of the best DC exactly. films. Exactly. Uh, there are rumours that we're going to get a, because there is a kids version of Marvel, the Marvel Kids, so it's yes. like Iron Man's daughter. The Marvelettes. Marvel. Why not? I saw you did that. That's very good. <laughs> so there was a, there's a possibility of that coming out as uh-huh. well. And the new Iron Man. Yes. Because obviously in the new Endgame film, there's, there's a possibility of time travel happening. Right. Uh, the current Iron Man, who is in the comics, yes. is, a, is a, I think, a, a 16-year-old girl. I think it's a... So that is a possibility that she's in the films as well. An Iron Woman. She's an Iron Woman, yes. The Iron Lady. It's Margaret Thatcher. Margaret Thatcher <laughs> is going to be in no, the MCU. No, that's not, no, that's not the news. No. Margaret's Cinematic Universe. <laughs> that no, works. That, that works. That works. Right, yes. Yes, but so there's a lot of, apparently mm. there's a lot of the, the Marvel kids will be making an appearance. Well, it's very exciting, yeah. isn't it? Very exciting indeed. People are trying to. People I don't are know what's happening. Desperately trying to get in here. Oh, no, and I don't know wait why. Two minutes, it's fine. Probably find out we've been off air for the last hour. <laughs> no and one's, heard, no one's heard a word no. we've said, but never mind. Who cares? Um, that's almost it for oh. that this week, I think. Um, I feel like we should need to say this show isn't sponsored by Marvel. This show is not sponsored no. by Marvel. I'm sorry. DC also exists, and other film studios are available. They're all owned by Disney, though. <laughs> they are mostly owned by Disney, so it doesn't matter who you pick. No. You're going to get Disney. Yeah. Um, I was going to mention something that I was watching on Netflix that um, <gasps> I saw. What I tell you what I did see what? free solo I saw about a minute of it oh that all yeah it was on another TV program um oh and I was uh, oh no, brave man you should watch it it's on uh yeah, you can cu- no National Geographic oh it's currently on National Ge- Geographic it's the film that won the best Oscar uh, best yeah. documentary Oscar I can Oscar. see why and it is I mean it's bad enough on a TV yeah I, I can't imagine what it would have been like watching it at the cinema no because I got sweaty palms and you must have seen it on Gogglebox I did, yes. and I got sweaty palms I again did, just yeah. watching him climb that mountain it's ridiculous yeah. terrifying yeah. stuff He's a fool, let's be honest. Well, yes. A complete idiot. Yeah. 
Why would you do it? I don't know. Thrill seeker. In case you didn't know, he's at free solo means he's climbing these sheer face mountains oh, at 3,000 feet high in Yosemite, yeah. yeah, with no ropes, ropes or anything. crampons or no. anything. Uh, that's it for this week, Luke. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, we'll be back at the same time next week to review, very excitingly, Oscar winner Jordan Peele's follow-up to the massively, massively successful Get Out, uh, a new nightmare called Us. No? Not no. one for you, Luke? No. Oh, well, I'm very excited by that. You've been listening to a podcast from Wickham Sound. To find out more, head to wickhamsound.org.uk.